All right, 434, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Monday afternoon with Tom and Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program Mr. Jerry Hill, a view from the hill with Jerry Hill. Jerry, how are you? Tommy, I'm really good. Thank you, man. It's a great Monday in Waco, Texas. It is a beautiful day. I mean, we'd like for it maybe to be about 15 or 20 degrees cooler, but... Cooler. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it is. Hey, Jerry, where where did this where did this thing go wrong in your opinion on Saturday? I mean, there's been a lot of conversation about the ineffectiveness of the offense. There's been conversations about game management with the coaching staff and play calling with the coaching staff. From you've seen as many Baylor football games as anybody. Where, where did this thing go go sideways with you? Well. I think obviously when you don't take advantage of the turnovers, that was the big thing to me was you get two turnovers in Oklahoma state's end of the field, you know, around the 35 yard line and you get zero points. You know, it's understandable when the other one was like inside or right around your five yard line. But when you've got two and they're into the field, you got to at least get field goes out of that. And so that to me was a big deal because you really could have gotten some momentum early that you never really got in that first half. Um, I, I didn't even realize it at the time, but those were the first two quarters that Baylor has not scored this year. So you go into the halftime and it's 14 nothing. And honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't, I didn't feel that bad at half. I mean, obviously that touchdown right before the uh, intermission really hurt, you know, because you had, you know, you, I felt like you were very fortunate to only be down seven nothing but that you know that one hurt but even then I'm like you know they're down 14 nothing you know if you get you're getting the ball to start the second half so I thought you know maybe you get a little momentum going there but um you know I obviously I think it starts on the offense but here's the thing because this is the kind of behind the numbers thing um when I looked at it Baylor actually averaged the same yards per rush that Oklahoma State did 3.7 and they had almost the same number of passing yards the problem is Oklahoma State would never give you the ball back. So as much as we complain about the offense, the defense couldn't get off the field other than those turnovers. So, you know, I think there's some equal blame there and, and certainly didn't get a whole lot out of the special teams either. But, you know, at the same time, you're in the fourth quarter and it's a three-point game. Isn't that kind of what you want to do? You want to be in the game in the fourth quarter? On the road. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. On the road. You, you, want a, you want an opportunity to win on the road. Yep. And, and had a chance, you actually had the ball down three twice in the twice in the fourth quarter and just didn't do anything. You know, you you went three and out both of those times. And again, you know, if you just if you make a play or two here or there, and you know maybe take a lead uh, or at least tie it up, then you put all the pressure on Oklahoma State. But they never really had a lot of pressure on them, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, just you never put pressure on them. Dave today, Coach Aranda, talked about, you know, turning the projector on, you know, of course we know it's not a projector, but, I mean, watching the video and and seeing things that he just didn't like uh, and and felt like things that they had worked to get cleaned up but just haven't been able to to accomplish that. Give me a couple of specific uh, things that he may may be talking about. Well, and, and, you know, Tom, you were there. I mean, he even kind of, you know, hinted at or insinuated that, you know, the coaching staff needed to take this a little bit too, and they did. Mm-hmm. You know, they looked at it and they were like, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't have, 
you can't keep having to call timeout to you know because you got 12 men on the field or because the play clock is running down and it's down to one and you've got to call a timeout. I mean, that happened too many times. So I think they kind of took it on themselves too. So those, that would be some of it, but, you know, obviously still some of the penalties, um, you know, I think it was Matt Jones had the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct late in the game when I believe I, I couldn't tell I, and I didn't see a, a replay of it, but I believe he was standing over um, Spencer Sanders there on the sideline and they flagged him for that. He should have. Um, so just stuff like that, little stuff like that, that you, you just can't do, you know. And, and then, you know, I'm sure some of it, you know, as he's turning on the film, he's watching guys probably miss blocks, you know. I mean, and not just the offensive linemen, because, you know, he talked about blocking on the perimeter. Well, a lot of that is, is on your receivers or maybe a running back or somebody out there that's missing a block. So um, it, it wasn't it for sure wasn't all on the offensive line. And then I think, you know, on the defensive side, and Dylan Doyle even said this in the postgame, there were times where they just didn't, you know, they didn't do their fits, you know, where they're supposed to have a guy in every gap and, and there shouldn't be, you know, just a guy coming loose uh, up the middle like that. So I, I think, again, I think it's kind of equal blame or responsibility for this game that, uh, you know, I don't think it was all on the offense. I don't think it was – I certainly don't think it was all on the defense because they gave you the ball three times on turnovers. But, uh, again, I, I just think there were little things that, you know, you, you go five games into the season and you don't want to see them. And I think what gets him, too, is when, you know, it's stuff that they've handled before and they do it again. That's, that's the biggest mistake you can make is when you make a mistake twice. Jerry, with this offense, it just looked like that they were a little bit clunky and they never really got into a rhythm. How how can they find that rhythm that they need to find to be able to run the ball better, to be able to force a team to drop back into two safeties and, and cover back on the backside a little bit better? Right. How do they find that rhythm? Yeah, and I think, you know, Coach Aranda talked about it a little today, and I agree with him. I mean, if you can hit, you know, a couple of those, and they don't even have to be like they, – they hit a couple of 40-yard passes. They don't even have to be those. They just got to hit – you know, some passes down the sideline, across the middle, whatever, to loosen it up. Um, and, and I think when, when the other team is putting seven, eight, nine guys up there, you, you can't keep trying to run the ball. You know, I mean, I think you've, gotta, you've got to push those safeties back, and the only way you can do that really is by the pass. So, I mean, they've got to, you know, be able to complete, a, you know, some of those passes to the, to the wide receivers, uh, you know, I didn't think they used the tight end much this game, and that's that's you know that's something that they've used a lot in some of the other games. I didn't think they, you know, I think Ben Sims may have had one or two catches. Um, so you know, you gotta you gotta open it up a little bit, and and hopefully if if you complete a few of those, and particularly you know hit them with a, a deep one, then it is going to loosen up the defense. They've got to you know take those safeties back a little bit, and then you're then you're then it opens up the run, obviously. I don't know. I don't know how you felt today, but I certainly felt uh, as the uh, press conference was 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 uh, unfolding that uh, Coach Aranda just as soon uh, walk away from us and go out on that practice field. I felt like he was ready to go practice right yeah. now. I mean, do you get the same yeah. feel? Yeah, I do. And and this was probably uh, one of the because you know I, I want to transcribe and uh, or help transcribe and and this was one of the shortest ones he's had as particularly for a Monday press conference because they usually go 20 25 minutes or so and this one was i think right at 18 minutes so you know even that tells you now i mean maybe we just ran out of questions too but um yeah i definitely think by the end of it he was he was ready and i 
and maybe even from the start, you know, I'm like, I know we've got stuff to fix, so let me go fix it, that kind of thing. Well, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, uh, certainly. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that Ward and I were talking about, Jerry, is they've got to get some of this stuff taken care of because if not, one's going to become two. And you've right. got to – You've got a team that I don't I don't think I understand coming to town. I mean, here's a team that fought like crazy to to hang in a football game on the road in Norman, then yeah. host a Texas Tech team that had just been given up for dead and gets yeah. beat at home. I mean, I so I don't yeah. know what West Virginia team is coming to town, but it doesn't matter if you don't take care of your business. Yeah, and Tom, I think what you're going to see is, I and I do think, because this is one of the things I wrote about in my three takes today, is I, I think, uh, you're again, you're seeing a very good defense. If you look at the defensive stats or the Big 12 stats, the top four teams, including Baylor up there on defense, are Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. West Virginia is right up there with everybody else. They're one of the best in the nation, and, and certainly against the run. I think they've held teams to less than 100 yards rushing per game. So, again, it's going to be a struggle to run the ball. Um, so you've got to be able to complete some of those passes and loosen up uh, loosen up that defense. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I do think this has been a strange West Virginia team. And, and really the offense, you know, Coach talked about it today. They've got some nice pieces. Um, they just haven't really put it together. And he said, I hope it, hope it doesn't happen this week. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, I mean, they've got some nice pieces over there, um, with the quarterback, Jarrett Daigie. I mean, most of us remember Seth Daigie when he was at tech and this is his younger brother and has done a really good job at West Virginia. He's putting up decent numbers, but not great numbers. He's got, you know, good enough receivers, Letty Brown in the backfield, but they just haven't really put it together. Like I said, um, they, they went, you know, tooth and nail with Oklahoma, but scored 13 points. If you score a little more than you're going to win that game. And then against Tech, a team that had given up 70, they scored 20. So, again, I think that falls on the offense. The defense kept you in the game. And I think they only gave up two field goals in the second half. I think it was 17 nothing at half. So, that, the defense, again, did its job, but the offense just didn't have enough to win that game. Special teams-wise, where, where do you think Baylor is in special teams? I know the week before, very, very good. This week, a little bit yeah. spotty in special teams. How do they become more consistent there? Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously you didn't – I think that was a big focus for Oklahoma State was not giving up the big returns. Um, you know, and, and certainly Tristan Ebner never really got it going, and he didn't get it going in the running game either. So, you know, he had zero yards on eight carries. So, uh, and then, you know, like I said, on the returns, there were a few that, you know, he might have 15 or 20 yards but never was able to get going. So, you know, that's the big thing is, and I'm sure they look at that and see maybe where the blocking broke down, um, but he never really had much of a lane to, to do anything. Uh, and, and, you know, Isaac Power, his numbers weren't like what they were last week, but I actually thought he did a really good job because some of those times he was working on a short field and he was putting them inside the 20. So I thought his game was fine. It was, you know, it was more on that return game. And, and you're not always going to get that. You're not always going to get a kick return for a touchdown or even a punt return, you know, that far like he did the week before against Iowa State. But, you know, if you can, you know, improve the blocking just a little bit and give him some room, Tristan Ebner will take it. So, you know, I, I think that's the key is probably, you know, kind of solidifying that blocking scheme and, and just giving him a, at least, you know, a whole some kind of lane to run through. All right, Jerry, where can Baylor fans find you? On BaylorBears.com, 
Um, I think most of those Baylor fans know that's where where I am. But yeah, I'll have the uh, three takes today. Then I'll have a uh, a player feature on Wednesday, and then uh, five keys to the game on Friday. So got a full week of coverage, and here we go. So we like for we want to invite you personally invite you to come out. Uh, to Touchdown Alley about 5.45 Saturday morning and help us set up. You, you, are you are you on board for that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not even scheduled to do an interview that early. <laughs> Much less to be out there to help you guys set up. <laughs> Tom, I'll be there. Hey, have me a kolache. You know, I, that's, remember Johnny Tuesday, that's what he'd do. To, it, he'd, he'd keep the good stuff back behind there for all the big media. So, yeah, yeah save me a couple of clots and I'll be there to help. All right, Jerry, it's always it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. See you. Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University.